Welcome to Extra Points. Now here's your host, Cousin Sal, and his pal, Dave Damashek. Welcome to the Extra Points Podcast, powered by FanDuel. Cousin Sal coming to you with his dear, dear friend, Dave Damashek. What's happening, man? Can you believe this? There's, a, there's so much going on the TV. Now that it, we even got past Sunday night. Now it's just sports. I know, I know. I th- you thought who could possibly compete with uh, one the queen, um, and uh, you know all the all the, the bad. But all of a sudden, Myers Leonard says, "Don't forget about me, everybody." You oh know, right, he, right, right, He wanted to get his hat in the ring for uh, biggest loser of the week. He's right. He's right yeah. in the running there. A lot of big losers this week. That hat's not a yarmulke, apparently. No, no, he's going out on his own. Um, yes, a lot of big losers. I feel like I lost a little bit, Dave. I'm excited. I, I know you're, you're the same way. I get very excited about the kids sports coming back. And finally here in California, mm. it's opening back up. My seven-year-old has a little league game this weekend. My uh, soft, I have a sophomore in high school who's playing football, banging heads. Very exciting. I've waited, om- I think, exactly a year. I think March 5th was their last organized anything. Archie wrestled or something. I uh, had a dual meet on March 5th. Waited over a year. And now. Archie plays at 11 a.m. in Downey, 40 minutes away, and Harrison plays 11 a.m. Saturday <laughs> right here in my uh, hometown. So now I already have to decide between the two. Unbelievable. What Perfect. do we do? Well, <clears throat> my, well that's, that's a shame. Uh, also, mm-hmm. potentially a shame would be, do you go to any of the other parents to, on the other team and uh, try to say, let's make this one a little more interesting? I is, do. Are it- you able to? Throw some scoots down on it. I'll tell you what I do. It's even worse. I sometimes I don't want to go to the other dugout or the other side of the field or whatever. So I just bet a parent on our team and I'll usually take the other side. I'll bet against our kids. It's easier. Oh, my God. Walk. You don't know. I don't like meeting new what people. What we always hear about Joe Torrey is like he knew how to push the right buttons and every <laughs> player isn't the same. And maybe yeah. when a uh, kid finds out, hey. He bet against you. Maybe that lights the fire that he needs. It does. Tells your team. To it victory. might. I, so I, I don't but know. they they never find out about it, so I don't think it's lighting <laughs> any fire. But um, hey, <laughs> big news, Cowboys. I know you covered it on minus three. I covered. I talked about it on against all odds with the fellas. Dak Prescott, four years, one hundred and sixty million dollars. A ton of it guaranteed. More guaranteed money than Romo made in his entire career, which is fine. It's a different time. I'm I'm happy. I'm happy to not have to talk about it anymore, even though we're now going to spend 20 minutes on it. But your quarterback is set all within six days. Your quarterback's established. Big Ben back with the Steelers. Dak back with the Cowboys. Let me ask you this. Which team would you rather have right now? First of all, let me say, muzzle tough to you yes. on a couple of levels. I know you and at least one of your boys is mm-hmm. a uh, is a Cowboys or, or, yeah, or just Cowboys rooter. So, mm-hmm. so it picks you up. Well, what's number three like? Well, we know he's Harrison's wearing a, he on the right a, side of history with the Steelers. No, no, Jack. Jack is a Steelers fan. My middle kid's all Steelers out. In fact, he ordered more. Oh, I'm sorry. Right, right, right. Jack's the Steelers guy. I'm sorry. Right. Yeah. I know Archie's a Cowboys Cow- guy. Archie's a Cowboys fan. He'll always be treated the best in this house by me. Uh, I don't know. And Harrison bought a Chiefs hat or some crap when they after they won the Super Bowl. Yeah. They didn't win this year, two years ago. But that that's that's what kids do. I guess that's what I did. That's why yeah, I was a look, cowboy fan. But yeah, easy. Yeah, e- easy. Yeah, he went to the winning side. That's I guess right. we can't uh, get that's on right. a little kid too much for that. Um, but yes, and also you, I kept saying, 
they should move on from Dak. I don't nah. like the noise out of there. And you said, no, 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 it's going to happen. Don't worry. It's not, it's, it's a non-story. Um, and so it turns out Sal is right again. He was correct. Um, so muzzle tub on that should. And, and the other thing is I went back and forth on minus three when we talked about it earlier this week mm-hmm. of if it's a great idea, because philosophically, I don't know that the team is that good that they can, uh, that, 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 percentage of the salary cap should be taken up by one guy and then I thought about it for a second and I now realize it was the right thing to do because they're in the NFC East and I'm not being snarky I really do think I do think for the next couple of years I mean Washington unless Washington finds a a good quarterback um I'm not sure exactly what resistance the Cowboys are going to get well think about it this way yes Washington has the best unit Ho, the best unit in the NFC East, right? Their defense. The Cowboys offense is the second best unit. I don't even think you could argue that, right? Those are the top two. Maybe you could flip one and two. Um, So to say that, yeah, I get it. Uh, 40 million a year in a year where, what is it? 120, what's the salary cap this year? Is it one? 182. 182, right. Okay, so you're talking about, why can't I do math all of a sudden? One over, so it's less than, it's more than 20% of the cap, right? It's not a crippling thing right now. It isn't. Obviously, you want to fill holes in the offensive line and defensively, but when the team is already favored to win the division and it's only a four-year deal, I know you talk about middle-class quarterbacks. I think he's a little better than that. Middle-class quarterbacks getting signed I to agree large, that he is, yes. large right. contracts. This is not that. This is They're not signing him. This is not a nine-year contract right like or for a jimmy g or anything it's four years i know you like quarterbacks in their second and third year but the numbers bear out that this this is he's in his prime right now provided he could walk and all those other things that come along with this uh stupid injury but um i don't think they're in bad shape at all the cowboys and that's why i'm asking you cowboys or steelers who would you rather be for this year let me ask it a different way who would you rather coach and the idea is you have to win the Super Bowl, and if you don't, your entire family dies. <laughs> is that fair? That is funny. Okay, good. good <laughs> that good. is. All right. I just want to make people laugh. All right, so who are you going with? <laughs> <laughs> well, my family all of a sudden is on the edge of their collective seat. What's he going to say? Yeah. And are they going to be have to root for the Cowboys in 2021? Oh, uh, they'll hate you I even mean, more. Win the if Super you, Bowl? If, if you, yes, right. So you have to make the playoffs to win the Super Bowl, right? Cowboys more likely to make the playoffs, right? Because the Steelers are plus 260 to win the division, I think, according to Fandle. Um, and let me see. Where are they? Plus 280 now. The Steelers are to win the division. Cowboys are minus 105. So obviously that's not the only way you can make the playoffs. The Steelers are probably. But wait, do I get the death sentence if I choose wrong and the other team wins the Super Bowl? Or am I just dead if my team doesn't win the Super Bowl? You're good. You get to live. It's your family that perishes. I mean, right. My my loved ones are all going to be gone. (laughs) Right. If I make that. But what what is so for both wrong? Both of us. I mean, the good. You know what? If we both if we play this just right, Sal. Yeah. You and I, in about like 10 months from now, you know, no offense to anybody listening, but we could be two swinging bachelor singles, (laughs) you know, coxmen all about Southern California. Wow. Hey, listen, bad news, bad news for us, but good news for you, ladies. We're available now. The Cowboys went went three and 13. 
The Steelers made the playoffs, <laughs> but were vanquished by the Browns by 40 points. And yes, we're now single because of this dumb hypothetical I put together. No, really, though, you have to coach. I don't one know. Of them. I mean, listen, who's up? Ah, so it really is hard <laughs> because forget about the family thing for a second. I don't know. I but can't because now I feel <laughs> that's grabbing. All right. Okay. They, you've injected it. In. I'm right. going to go with the Cowboys because. You know, it's a little unfair. Things tra- change so dramatically. I love this time of year when people start going through, like, have you looked at their strength of schedule this year? Do you see who their matchups are? Like, what do you know about what the, these teams yeah, are going to look like? Yeah, you can't do that yet. Come right. October, before anybody even gets hurt, let alone what's going to go on in free agency, the draft, and all that right. stuff. Um, at that, so, as as of right now, the Cowboys have a has have an easier path to the Super Bowl, right? I mean, it's the, it's the Rams... With Matthew Stafford, the mm-hmm. Packers are going to be a good again. Um, well, that's just part of the equation. I, I mean, I'm trying to think of who's easier. even who's who's really scary right now. In, in the, it, who am I forgetting? Let me it just say, a, according a, to not, according to Fandle, this is a very even proposition. The Cowboys are 29 to one to win the Super Bowl. The Steelers are 31 to one. Um, above the Cowboys, the AFC teams are the Dolphins, the Titans, the Colts, the Browns. Uh, the Ravens, the Bills, and the Chiefs. So that's seven. And then I think you have seven. Wait, the, other the Dolphins too. are ahead of the Steelers? Dolphins really? are barely ahead. They're they don't even know they're trying to trade their quarterback right now. And that, that team's ahead. Um, 28 to are, I mean, listen. It's got to be the Cowboys. There's yeah. who's in the, Who in the South is now... Who stands as scary? For, uh, what, a, a man in his uh, early 40s can win the Super Bowl for Tampa Bay? Please, come on. Wake up, everybody. It's not going to happen. Oh, all right. Except, well, uh, no, you made okay, the well, right yeah. pick. Now, you, made, I, you saved your family, Dave. I I'm think good. so, too, because, because, because if things go wrong and the Steelers mm-hmm. don't win the Super Bowl, then at least, or the Cowboys don't win the Super Bowl, I should say, and my whole family, I will not have as big a compunction yelling at Mike McCarthy and Dak Prescott as I would the Steelers. I see. Trust, you okay. Know? Like I, I'd feel a little bit bad about like, you know, you know, how could you do this to me? Minka Fitzpatrick. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. You did provide me with some fun moments over right. the last few years. So like, I'm not that mad at you. Minka pays you know? for all the but funerals. I would just be, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Maybe they would. Um, but yeah, I mean, listen, I, I think uh, in that division, he stands immediately as the best quarterback. I sure. mean, we don't know what Philly's going to end up doing, and and Cam Newton makes some sense in Washington. Although everybody Cam Newton. feels like that's a slam. Why? Well, I don't know. I, I I feel like in Wash because Ron Rivera that there's a connection there, and 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 those things often uh, do come true because past positive relationships do then. I mean, that's you know. The, Yikes! Um, he couldn't throw five yards in front of his face last year. Cam Newton. I can't. That guy can't be a starter. Can't be a starter. I don't, unless you want to. You really don't okay. think so. No. You really, so you're that, that I, you know, I, I'm hearing people in new England pining for his return already because it, for, if for no other reason return. then yeah. because who are they going to get everybody? The, the idea that Jimmy G, this idea, I, for, I, I forget the uh, Boston beat writer who suggests let's run it back. Jimmy G, let's get all the old guys back. Like, yeah, you're kind of missing the key ingredient. It's kind of like journey without Steve Perry. It's yeah, like right. ER without George Clooney, like run it back. Except with the main ingredient. Hey, let's make some pizza. Except this time, no dough. Yeah. You know? It doesn't and, make any sense. And also, I was saying Jimmy G coming back. Also, he has to want to come back, right? This is like, um, well, what's the Goodwill hunting and like, you know, Damon coming back to Affleck and say, hey, 
it didn't work out with the girl. Let's go. Let's go drink some beers. Like, yeah, that's not a that's not the ending you want. I don't think that's what Jimmy G wants. And the old man nah, might want nah, that. I, I don't think that's going to happen though. I don't know what it is. What is it, Mariota? About- I don't think it's Cam. I think it's Mariota. Someone like that. Maybe well, the uh, last- Fitzpatrick, Fitzmagic. I was thinking about what a think about the an Ivy Leaguer, all the cheating, the great cheating that could go on if you get him and uh, Belichick <laughs> together. My God, <laughs> off the charts. <laughs> It is a great question to throw the Boston fans, and I know that they don't like hearing this from me. They think it's uh, it's owed to uh, me having a chip on my shoulder because the Patriots shame my team uh, so often over the last two decades, and perhaps there's something to that. But um, really, like we've been talking about, now that Tom Brady won a Super Bowl without Belichick's uh, ridiculous rules mm-hmm. in place, like who wants to go there who has other options? If you can make the same amount of money and all of that, uh, and, you know, be reasonably competitive. There's no certainty, obviously, at this point that the Patriots are going to be. So it's not like, well, I'll put up with all the crap in exchange for a uh, a Super Bowl ring. Well, that's not. You know, so Jimmy G, if San Francisco moves on from him, where is he reasonably going to get a shot to start outside of New England? I can't, it, The list is pretty short already. It's very weird. The guy overthrew by four yards. He missed a Super Bowl. It's very strange. I, I know. I, it, it's, I think these guys end up somewhere. It is weird but because you say the middle-class quarterback and everything, but Jimmy G was very close to winning a Super Bowl, and so was Jared Goff, right? Like that Cooks drop in the end zone. Like these guys were one or two passes away, these middle-class quarterbacks, from being Super Bowl champs. As I always say, Eddie Spaghetti loves to argue with me about this because he, he loses the nuance of it. I am not saying you cannot be competitive for a season and you can't win a Super Bowl if you have a a mediocre QB, a a middle-class QB. Mm. The point is you will not continue to be competitive on on a a, a deep playoff run competitive if you try to roll with Jared Goff for too long. That will come back to bite you. Jimmy G, Carson Wentz, all these guys, they are not the real deal. You can be competitive for a season, maybe two, but you will come back to earth if that's who you choose to roll with. I'm mad about I'm, I'm mad about that last statement you made. So why? Go ahead, spaghetti. Well, because you know it's the, true. If you know it's, well, I, it's actually just calling out your wrong. Like you, you saying Carson Wentz is not the guy is like literally a contradiction of what you were pushing the Eagles the past few years. So you're just going backwards on that statement. Oh, wait, wait what are you trying to shame me on? You said Carson Carson Wentz before he got hurt was the MVP of the NFL the, the year they won the Super Bowl. Well, he was. Yeah, but now you're gonna go back and say he's not the guy to win it. Spaghetti, you should understand this. Sometimes guys, they, they, they get a lot of hype and initially you think, oh, this guy's going to be really good. And then they just turn out to be a dud. You're familiar with that because you root for a team that has Capo, Caco, and uh, Alex Lafreniere on it. Oh, you know, boy. guys who were supposed to be good and are, and, are, uh, and are nothings. All right. We can move on. Listen, Dave got it right. He said the Cowboys, his family gets to live maybe a week longer than they would have if he had said the Steelers. But obviously, I'd love to combine my <laughs> offense and your defense, and uh, then we'd have a superpower team, wouldn't we? That would I, I mean, the thing with the Cowboys is that's just uh, that's bizarre is that old man Rod Marinelli, when he's there, yeah. they have a really good defense. And when he has not been there over the last decade, they they're, they're not just like, Hey, they're not as good as you would have thought. They stink. Yeah, they stink no. to high heaven. It makes Ugh. no sense given the pieces that they have. And on this that is team. not a defensive draft either. And this is, uh, you know, and, and and they have no money in free agency. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Just when, yeah, just when the best f- thing you have going 45. for you with the DAC deal in the short term is that you now do have a high first. Now you have the tenth overall, so right. you can address one of those two things. You know, 
And what if Kyle Pitts falls to you? I don't think you can possibly say no to him. What if you dropped him in with all those pass catchers? I know it'd be easier to take a uh, to take an o right? a difference yeah. maker on defense, one of those corners that everybody's talking about. But uh, all of a sudden, that tenth pick feels juicy based on That's if crazy. you look at the if you're reading all the mock drafts, and they might even be able to trade back a little bit, getting two players that can help. That's in the craziness. first round, and now that you don't have to worry about QB, it does liberate you to do yeah. that. Yeah, it's going to be fun. That's coming up soon. Football, look at this. We're talking about football, Dave. What is it? How many? 22 minutes in, we talked football. We got Pretty so good. many other things to talk about, Sal. The NBA's back. It's a glorious week of uh, hot uh, conference tournament action. Yeah. Puck well, let's, night, I mean, every- and all this stuff, it only makes sense if you're betting it on FanDuel, America's number one sports book. The app's simple to use. They have great, great odds on all different betting markets, unique fun bet types like same game parlays, uh, odds boost and specials, fast withdrawals when you win. FanDuel pays your winnings in as little as 24 hours. And you have an opportunity to win big. You place your first bet risk-free up to $1,000. Just place your first bet on anything and FanDuel will refund you up to $1,000 back If you don't win, no strings attached. This is the most ridiculous offer you've ever seen in your life. No strings attached. You bet $1,000. You win, you keep the money. You don't. Gets refunded to you. Place a bet. NBA, college basketball, as Dave said, tennis, golf. You got the players coming up. If you win, keep the cash loose. Get entire bet back in sight. Credit. You never tried FanDuel Sportsbook before. What are you waiting for? Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started. And be sure to sign up with promo code extra points so they know that Dave and I send you. That's FanDuel Sportsbook, promo code extra points. Let's give uh, everyone a free winner here, Dave. Why not? You want to talk futures? I know yeah, I, I, I know uh, some of the audience favors uh, those. This is, a, this is a long range one, but you know the 2020, everybody knows the Shecky Award for Fruit of the Year went to the Envy Apple. I don't know what's going to happen with Tom Brady. I don't know any of these other teams that won titles. The Envy's it's opening bid to repeat as fruit of the year could not be stronger right now. Really? Be a, take take notice, fruit world. The Envy Apple is trying to lap you right now. It is delicious. It doesn't abide by 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 our traditional rules of when apples go out of season. I mean, we're into March, everybody. I don't know if you've noticed this. This thing this thing's as delectable as it was on Christmas Day. <laughs> it's a different apple. It's not the same apple that I ate on Christmas. And it's just his brother. But anyway, envy apples. Tell him Dave sent you. Okay, good. Wow. I, I didn't have to dig too deep for a transition there. Dave likes the apple. I like the orange, as in Syracuse orange, See? plus five over Virginia. They law uh, they beat up on NC State 89-68. Buddy Bayheim is the is the best shooter of all time, I think. I don't know. I haven't seen anything better. <laughs> 27 points. Uh they still may need to win to get in. It's questionable. They may be in already. They lost by 23 to Virginia. Makes me like them even more. 10-3-1 and one in their last 14 Thursday games, Dave. And you know why this is important? Because this game is being played on a Thursday. That's it. That makes so sense. 10-3-1, last 14 Thursday games. And Virginia 1-4 against the number in the last five. So getting five, at least close game. Maybe they don't win but it's going to be a close one, 61-58, 61-59, somewhere in there. Who do you like? Um, I'd love to ride this uh, conference tournament train. You know how much I uh, enjoy this week of uh, of hot college basketball action. I really want to take Duke. 
Uh, mm. Not because I like Duke, but because we've seen it so many times before that when these teams that are out of the tournament, but they're talented enough that they can that they can scrape together four or five wins in a single week. That's how Duke kind of looks right now. Florida State, though, I, I like Duke to keep it close, but Florida State also isn't just a gimme high uh, high seed, so they're playing for something. So I'm going to avoid that. I'd love to do NHL. But my NHL picks have been just dreadful lately. Just mm. dreadful. I, it's very hard, but I'm I'm honing in on how to win in that because every game on FanDuel is a goal and a half and looks like a, a an appealing bet. I'm gonna master that and get back to me on that in the next week or two, and I'll have uh, I'll have um, I'll figured it all out and all right. I'll go 100 percent the rest of the regular season. So I'm gonna go with the NBA here, Sal, and I'd mm. like to go with the Celtics. Um, with Marcus Smart returning to play against the Nets. I don't know what Kevin Durant's status is at the time of this recording, so I have to avoid that one. So that all leads me to this. The Knickerbockers plus 11 in Milwaukee. A lot of money on the Knicks. I guess that's because it's they're a double-digit dog and the Knicks are a fun story and they're New York's team and basketball is more fun when the Knickerbockers are relevant. By the way, 7-3 and three against the spread out of their last 10. Oh. A middling... A middling four and six for Milwaukee against the number and uh, 11, eight. What are they? 11 and eight at home. Again, a middling number for um, one of the powerhouses in the East. Right. I'm going with the Knickerbockers or shame the devil. Let me tell you, Dave, I'm about to compliment you here. And maybe I have figured out how to bet the NHL because I did it on Fox Bet Live and I did it in real mm -hmm. life. Today, I took. Your team, a uh, uh, bet you made, I think you made it on Monday, right? When did we record? On Monday, you had the Edmonton yes. Oilers over the Ottawa Senators. Um, you gave a puck right. and a half, and they won, what, 3-2 or 4-3? They didn't win by two goals, right? Yes. They couldn't get the empty netter. Right. I bounced back with Edmonton. With a minute 50 to go in the third, they're winning 7-1. to one. There you go. So that's a win. So thank well, you. Well, good gonna, for I'm you. I'm going to give you an I, assist. I blame... I do blame ultimately against all odds of, of against all odds fame, uh, Harry, mm. um, for Leon Dreisaitl missing a wide open <laughs> cage in the final minute that would have given me the victory and, it, and it crushed me. And I really started to put together a, a cross note to him. And then I realized he didn't ultimately probably have any influence on whether Dreisaitl could hit the em empty net. Also, yeah, he wouldn't, still. he wouldn't understand sarcasm, so it would have fallen on uh, deaf ears and, and, and weirder eyes. I, I don't know what, uh, yeah, so you, you, that would have led to a seven text exchange, so you, you're probably smart to not do that. Uh, I want to bet to the There's got to be here. some math, though. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll get to it at a later date. I really do want to figure this out, though, because so many of these games are going to overtime now mm -hmm. um, in, in the NHL. And once it gets to a certain point, they're more than happy to get to the three-on-three -three stage of overtime in the last five minutes or so. You can feel that. It's almost like watching a World Cup soccer game where you can feel like both sides kind of saying, like, let's just let's just get to the extra frame because we both get a point out of this. Um, and... Uh, it, it, but that that goal and a half that's available on FanDuel on every single game is so appealing. I've got to master this, Sal. It seems like, like the it bottom than, feeders are yeah. getting are getting rolled every night by the by the good teams. It's pretty straightforward who's going to win these games. It's just a matter of figuring out the goal and a half or not. You compare the uh, like NHL to 
baseball betting where you're also offered a run and a half. Like I got a good pitcher on the hill. We got a run and a half, but then you have to worry about weird stuff. Like if they're the home team laying a run and a half, well, they're only going to bat eight times if they're winning two to one. Right. So that's bad. The hockey, you got to, you got up into the very last second, you got a shot at an empty net goal, right? It could be two, two precisely with, with yes. uh, a minute 40 left and you can win four, two. If you score, uh, score quickly. So that's why I like the puck and a half. But yeah, there are some droughts you got to stay away from. Back to college hoops, though. We're going to bet to the future, Dave. Who coaches longer? Roy Williams, minus 190. Coach K, plus 150. Or Jim Beheim 230. Who hangs it up last? Or maybe gets it hung up for them last? Now, we can guess the ages. I'll, I'll be honest. I put the odds according to the ages here. Younger guys got better odds. I guess, yeah, but also it matters. It's like Pete Carroll. He doesn't, when you watch him, you you listen to him, whatever, he doesn't seem like, boy, that's an old man. Um, right, and, but and some matters. of these guys you know, are think, old. Uh, some of them are old. Guess well, Bayheim was a curmudgeonly, yeah, Bayheim was a curmudgeonly creep in 1985. So, uh, you know, <laughs> it's a, he, he's had a really exceptional run as a curmudgeon. And by the way, we really need to add Jim Bayheim to the Wilfred Brimley, Sparky Anderson, oh, yeah. Angela Lansbury list of guys who was, he was prematurely old. Like he still looks, he has for, you know, for 35 years now, he's looked like he's uh, a 52 year old man. So what do you, how old do you um, think That's he is? neither here nor there. How old, uh, how do, you old think do I think Jim Bayheim is in right now? I mean, listen, he's been around forever, for goodness sake. He's got to be, he was at Syracuse, and unless he got the job when he was 19, he's got to be, got to be 70, right? He's 76. Okay. 76. He wow, 76, he really does. All the bad things I can say about him, he looks pretty good for 76, though. Coach K, Coach K, uh, how Coach old? K is, I'm going to guess, you know, played for Coach Knight's uh, Army team way back when. And he landed fairly young over there, played, coached for the Army, and then he uh, took over at Duke, was a young man. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to say that he is 74 years of age. 74 is right. So let, let the, let the dark hair go him. already. Let it go at 74. It's, it's too misleading. <laughs> Wait, that's uh, not I, natural? I, I, I'm, I do, people in charge of making odds here. Uh, that's going to throw me off. And Roy Williams is 70, and he's the favorite. Who lasts the longest? I, th- Wait, I think it's funny because that's his, I think even though he's got four years, I think he lasts the longest too. Yeah, that's right. I agree. Roy Williams seems very old, right? Um, and, and now it, watch well, Duke, I mean, I guess watch the same Duke could get, be said. Watch him get knocked out tomorrow, and then he hangs it up for good. That's it. But I think Coach K. Well, no, it's the opposite though, right? It's a, the when you're successful for a long time, there's no way you go out like this if you're Coach K. Well, but you, so this, yeah, incents him to come back. But same could be said of UNC with Roy Williams at this. point. I guess they're all getting the McDonald's All Americans, right? It's not like Duke has a losing season, so they're going to lose out on the re- recruiting edge that they uh, had for many, many years, right? So yeah, he he could stick around. All right, I say Coach K. You say Coach K also. Let's cash out. Uh, well, that's no fun if we both say Coach K. It but doesn't yeah, really my, matter. My family lives one way or the other, right? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. A, you're okay. not like one of those, <laughs> yeah. is it? Oh, we'll kill your... At uh, worst, a digit. Your biggest enemy. How's that? Ooh, okay, great. What if it's Jim Beheim? <laughs> it's interesting, yeah. Yeah, then you could uh, then you could knock him off yourself. All right. Um, that, I'm going to keep track of this. Joel, creep. Joel, you keep track of this. 
Let's see who uh, bows out first. Now, back to uh, hoops. Gonzaga wins their conference tournament. My cousin Jimmy did a nice job last year of proving that Gonzaga doesn't even exist. It's just a, a word and a term that is thrown out around this time every March, and uh, people fill it out in their brackets, and it's not a school. You can't attend class at this school, and uh, there was an uproar, and but, but no one proved that. It was actually an institution, a higher institutional learning. But anyway, they win their conference tournament. They're poised to go undefeated. Should we make a bigger deal out of this? Like, uh, this would be an undefeated team. I'm trying to look at the odds here. So now they have to win six games in the tournament, right? And they are at plus 250 to win six games. They're that damn good. They're the fifth team to enter the NCAA tournament with an undefeated record joining Indiana State, 79, UNLV, 91, Wichita State, 2014, Kentucky, 2015. And it's the first time since Indiana's perfect season 45 years ago. Since 76. Since 76, right. Those are the teams that uh, went in undefeated. Yes. Um, You know, whether or not they can do it, I mean, they they, they do seem to have everything, although they are a little bit dependent on the perimeter shooting. And as we've seen um, countless times now that if you have a little bit of a cold snap, in the wrong game that uh, 40 minutes later, the entire thing gets flushed down the toilet, right. which is why I don't love March madness as much as the rest of the world does. Cause I think it's not the greatest test. It's not a, a meritocracy. Well, for that's what's weeks. fun. fun about yes. It. Exciting. But let let it be different from every, everything. This is uh this is going to be the is unheralded. Most unheralded. Is that a term team of all time? <laughs> I think we could say right now, even if they win six games, they're not going to get the respect they deserve. You, I, I think it's a, a great point you make. And watching the game on uh, Tuesday night against BYU, mm-hmm. I, 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 I'm glad you brought this up because I was thinking the same thing. Like, what in the hell? They're undefeated, right. you know. And and you know, we were talking about it. Um, with you know, as compared to UNLV, it's it's that the the Zags have tougher competition in 2021. Than the run than the running Rebs did in the early nineties and their sure. conference. I mean, they, they they you know they were steamrolling pretty much everybody every night. Um, the thing that as the offshoot of that, uh, not coincidentally, um, one of the best players in the country is Jalen Suggs, and watching him too, I was thinking, boy, we don't hear enough about Suggs. So you do hear him attached, obviously, high in the NBA draft, but mm-hmm. not being celebrated, in my opinion, nearly enough. Combo guard, and is he, um. Uh, you know, we're we're both very old, Sal, at this point. Yeah, and true. We've seen a lot of great freshman seasons from point guards and guards in 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 college ball. Mm-hmm. I think Suggs is up there. His point total is not as mighty as some of these guys, but the maybe my favorite freshman season I ever watched was Kenny Anderson in 1990 with Georgia yeah, Tech. Yeah, Averaged 20 points and eight assists and about two and a half steals. He was he was something to watch. That season, maybe statistically the best was Chris Jackson, Mahmoud um, Abdurraouf. Do I remember watching the game when he put fifty on whoever it was when he was a freshman at LSU the season before Shaq Fu arrived yep. there? But in his freshman season, he averaged thirty points in the SEC. He averaged thirty points. It was, it was crazy to watch, and it wasn't like he was doing it at the rim either. Obviously, he was six foot tall or whatever. What about Marbury? Um, you talk about uh, you talk about. I mean, the, yep. Marbury and Kenny Anderson. Another, and if the New, New Yorkers yep. uh, remember that, like dude, these guys were heralded. Heralded. Well, I, I'm, I'm in love with the heralded word uh, today. 
uh, even before they made it to college. That and right? poise. That and, yeah, I, I've noticed you've also uh, right? in, you, you've been enjoying poise today. Yeah, I like Pe- poised. People in sports are uh, are are poised to do stuff more than other human beings. Mm-hmm. You hear that a lot. Like this team or this coach is poised to do something. Yep. Um, Derek Rose was uh, was uh, dynamite. One of the great seasons that ended sadly mm-hmm. uh, with Memphis. Trey Young. I forgot that he averaged as many as twenty seven and a half for Oklahoma. That was this season a couple yeah. ago that he that he led the lead, but he he led the nation um in scoring and assists, which mm-hmm. is uh which is obviously noteworthy. But anyway, Jalen Suggs is up on that list of all time great seasons. And to your point about uh, the Zags in general, not yeah. celebrated nearly enough. I guess it's because of the wonky nature of COVID and right. all that kind of stuff. I, I that's the best guess I have for why that's we're not celebrating There's a lot of as them much now. as we have casting. I, I, I was uh, reluctant to do it because I thought like a K- Kia Sorento uh, ad would play loudly, but I did look. Now, now I'm looking like Bobby <laughs> Hurley was a great freshman. <laughs> TJ Ford, Allen yeah, Iverson, of course. Uh, right? Who am I? Forgetting? Oh yeah. But wasn't Isaiah great as yeah, a freshman? Iver- Isaiah won the national title in his sophomore. sophomore year right. and left. Right, right, right. Um, I'm just, uh, oh, you're Johnny like Dawkins one. was good. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot. Uh, he was good. Jason uh, Kidd. Pearl Washington. Back, J- what, what, that, was your, that was your growing up team, right? The Cuse? I think so, yeah, because I went to college. That's that, Well, I was St. John's until I went to college, and then uh, then because I oh, got you were, to go huh? to the games. Yeah, yeah. Over that Mullen team, that was that was great. But yeah. Um, hmm. Yeah. All right. So Moses, is- Willie Glass, Bill Wennington, Walter Berry, the the Ju- the yeah. Juco transfer. Didn't he win Player of the Year that year? And yes, still, he did. Georgetown was head and shoulders above the rest I know. in '85. That's what we were talking about. That with Hench above. Yeah. But anyway, this Gonzaga team you pointed out they did beat teams outside the WCC. Kansas 102-90, West Virginia 87-82. These are no slouches. West Virginia is going to be a two seed. Iowa 99-88. They beat Virginia 98-75, and then they survived against BYU, and everyone's like, oh, this team is no good. Well, I had them over 84 and a half points uh, yesterday, and they scored 88. They're good in my book. So um, It's one of those things, too, where there are a lot of people would be saying, had BYU knocked them off mm-hmm. on uh, on Wednesday night, people would say, that's good. Best thing that could have happened to the Zags. Right. And yeah. I, 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 in this case, maybe it would have been better for them. Yeah, it's not like the football. Extra, though. You, the extra weight of like going undefeated. I don't know. Like, I know you love it, is but I root Would've against the Boise State's. Uh, I root for Boise State to lose uh, week three, so we don't have to listen to nonsense in the college football season for the whole slate. I want all those teams to go away. I'm fine with that. I don't bellyache about that. I would prefer that, but yeah. I, I'm not having the college class, the college football argument with you right now. Good. But I, I will prefer them to lose. But when they're undefeated, then what are you going to do? Are they in the Are they in the same division as the SEC and Big no. Ten, or are they not? They They are, and so then you, if they're undefeated, you right. must put them into the into the playoff mix. All right, that's enough. Joel, who do we miss? I've we said missed what a couple I need to uh, say. babyface. We missed a couple guards. I think I said Iverson. You got them all. Uh, Carmelo Anthony won a title as a freshman. Of course. Um, yeah. But he, not as a guard, yeah, though. Not a yeah. guard. Yeah. Yeah. He did it all on that team. <laughs> he did it all. That was a Jerry McNamara team, if I remember. Um, hey, listen. How about Pittsburgh's own Sean Miller being the finishing piece for those great Pitt teams with Paul Evans? They couldn't quite get over yeah. the hump. Jim Bay. I don't know whatever happened to Sean Miller. was 72 on that team when he, that's how old he was. <laughs> Come on. That's not true. Um, 
<laughs> Talk about championship teams. The, if the Cowboys have enough. My Mets won the championship today, Dave, or at least they practice celebrating like it's October 2021 and they're going to win the championship. Jim, do you have that? Do you have footage of this? Everybody celebrate! I They actually yelled, okay, final out, game seven, let's see it. And they jumped around. It's not the, as choppy as this, but yeah, everybody was into it. I like this. I think this is gritty. Why? What do you mean, why? Because you can get hurt celebrating if you don't know what you're doing. They're obviously going to be in contention. <laughs> I don't have a problem with this. Do you have a problem with a, 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 a nominated actor or actress writing a speech ahead of time? No, you got to prepare for these events. And it, it's, you know, it shows moxie and it's what, like 30, 30 for 30s are made of right there, right? Like, hey, they, they, they were so cocky, this team. They were celebrating, what was it? March 10th. And they were celebrating, practicing their celebration. I love it. Now just go out and win. Well, I mean, you know, in the grand scheme, that you, you make some valid points of why it's good to do. Um, yeah, you certainly don't want uh, anyone Bill Grammatica-ing himself right. as he did, if you remember when the Cardinals kicker jumped up and ripped his knee, and it was never the same. I think I he made a return to the NFL after a place kicker celebrating hurt his knee mm. uh, for the kids out there. Um, so uh, I find it embarrassing, and I think that any time that uh, with the exception of the Super Bowl shuffle from the 85 mm. Bears when teams do stuff like this prematurely. It comes back to bite them. Mm. Do you think this is going to be good in September if it's a closer race and the Nationals are going to be like, hey, Mets, remember this? This is going to mm. come back again really? and again okay. and again. Yes. If you are, if you're on social media, if you're the social media guy for the Nationals or the Braves or whomever, uh, th this is something that you will retain and you will uh, mm. deploy when necessary to to mock the Metropolitan. Interesting. And they will deserve it. Seth. Well, explain to me why it's different watching uh, Juju TikToking at midfield and you thinking that's adorable and, oh, who cares what they say? And oh, if people oh, need this to inspire them, they're not real football players and all that. That show it must be a very, very finite nuance. What What is it? What's the difference? He's. Well, because because well, listen, he's the Miami Dolphins problem now. I don't know if you saw on uh, yeah, but on when Wednesday you were defending afternoon, him, it he, wasn't, he went. It was your. Problem. He went on Twitch and he's he's like March seventeenth, free at last, or whatever he said, mm -hmm. or I'm free or something like that, uh, and wearing a Dolphins jersey and all this and that. Um, so yeah, he's not uh, the Steelers problem anymore. Yes, I understand behind closed doors. That all pro football teams, with all their dancing and everything in the in the with their Super Bowl with their touchdown celebrations, are rehearsing. The mistake is letting this be caught on camera. That's the problem. It's fine to do it. You got to have your, uh, your what are you talking about? He, so. he put he put it on camera himself. It wasn't a mistake. Oh, that part. Oh, the juju on the logo. Yes, yes. yes. Yeah, you yeah, were yeah, okay yeah. with that. You were yeah. more than okay with that. Well, that was mocking no. their foes. Who are they mocking other than themselves jumping around, grown Nothing. men no. dancing with each other out on the dirt? They're practicing in for the inevitable. The 2021 champion Mets. Congratulations! I'm proud to be proud to be a fan of the organization. Very exciting. I'm happy for you. Thank Good you. for you. I want you to hold on to that just in case. You know, just in case it's the only one you get. <laughs> hey, we have a couple of emails. Oh, you mentioned Florida State and I mentioned Florida State that they had won 11 overtimes in a row, 11 overtime games in a row. 
this Florida State Seminole basketball team. Um, we asked uh, people to write in at the extra points gang at gmail.com to let us know if that's a record. It ties the NCAA record with Louisville, UMass, and Virginia. Thank you, Stockton 12, for that. A couple of people commented on this. Ryan Gilmore said the 93 Montreal Canadiens won a record 10 straight playoff overtime games during their run to the cup. Uh, well, I'm not sure if that's more or less impressive. Is that more impressive? Because it's playoff. But hockey, that was, hockey that seems was when, to go if, to the overtime a lot. I don't know. I mean, listen, if you're always on the right side of it, if I'm not mistaken, that was during the Claude Lemieux when he had that uh, crazy run where it seemed like every time they went to yeah. overtime, he was netting the winner. And Patty Wah in his uh, in his uh, young days was standing on his head. So I guess the mm. math works out there. Cause yeah, they went to, they won the cup and I, I'm trying to think, did they go right back to the finals two years later? I can't remember. Well, the Mike math Young writes, exactly. I'm sure you got later, this so. from others, but the Montreal Canadiens won 10 overtime games in a row to win the 93 Stanley cup. Dave will remember that year that the Islanders ending the Penguins cup run in seven and doing the dirty work for the Canadians. You, you remember that Dave? I don't that know I what don't Dave, remember. yeah, he doesn't, no. re, he doesn't remember praising no. Juju Smith Schuster for dancing. So who knows what he remembers no. anymore? No, no, no my, me my memory's hazy on what happened in 93. You broke my heart. <laughs> uh, the extra points gang at gmail.com. Reach out to us. Dave, oh, wait, 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 wait. I'm getting, what happened? I'm being told the pirates in uh in spring training mm. earlier today practice telling players that they're being traded to a contender oh really so, wow oh that's good yeah <laughs> i like yeah. that is there footage yeah. of that <laughs> yeah i think there is okay good is. pull that up for us uh jim if you can um the extra points gang at gmail.com hit us uh, up with an email let us know how you think we're doing here <laughs> dave you're at damashek you got a minus three in the in the bag for the week you're doing that's it one? i thought we were doing questions i thought we were doing q a what do you mean q a oh no that was we got it. places to go i thought we had letters i thought we had notes no nah, that's enough i get a that's lot of enough. good notes it's nighttime right, fine. we can cut we it did off 50 there. minutes yeah, that's fine. good because you know why Dave? we got to get ready for joe lenardi he's coming on monday i heard Isn't about that fun i heard about now this. you spoke ill yeah, of him yeah. so many times and now you're gonna have to no. own up to it what 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 no yes you did you said a well, four-year-old yeah, if that's how you job. want it well i didn't say that i said that i had I, I didn't know if i should admire him or the opposite because <laughs> he somehow turned <laughs> what i said was somehow this man lenardi yeah. has turned four minutes of work mm -hmm. into a full-time job. Right. And it, it's gone on for 25 years now. I mean, I'm envious of him all time. All right. It wasn't you know, like as with, uh, complimentary hey, as, as uh, you, you're framing it now, the hours leading up to his arrival here on Extra Points. Bracketologist, let me tell you something. If Duke wins out, they're not a bubble team. They're all right, here's in. what I want they're you to do. They're going in. Here's what I want you Cuse, to do. Right? The Cuse, they're on the bubble. You're Let me just say fun. to you right now, Cuse on the bubble. They may get in. They may not. I don't know. He doesn't That's say what he that. Does. He, print, print, he does a nice job. It's first. For, it used to just be first four in, first four out. Now it's first four buys, last four in, first four out. <laughs> so, Let's, why are you laughing at that? This is a complicated thing. Who holds thing his feet to the fire on that? He has the first four out. Then he has the next four out. Like, right. Well, who, who, who? Proves or disproves that, that he was right about who the first four in the last. Well, not everyone, first of all, could be a fruit of You understand? You That's understand. you. 
That's you. But well, you understand I, you don't have to kiss his ass. You understand he's not on yet. You can I wait. Got it. You can hold the ass kissing off until I he got shows it. right. Up. And and you could you could lay back on just um, going back on your word how much you uh, hated him. But uh, yes, well, it well, all I'm come not gonna. Well, I'm, a, I'm a gentleman. What am I gonna do? Tell I'm, I'm a gentleman. We're we're gonna bring him onto this program, yeah. and I'm gonna. I'm going to, I'm going to go at him. That's not my way. Sam. Well, luckily I'm not, I'm not a gentleman. I have to air all the dirty laundry <laughs> that's brought up here, but here, why don't you do this? Why don't you do this? You pick, okay. you pick the 68 that should be in the field. Now you could wait till Sunday. Okay. Do it Sunday morning. I think there'll be like two games left. Um, and, and probably the team's playing will all already be in. You don't have to rank them. Just write down the 68 that should be in the field. Don't use Lenardi's stuff. You could do anything else. No. You could look at all the quad one stats and all that. Any, anything else anyone has access to. Don't copy anyone's list. Do it yourself. See how many out of the 68 you can get. And then if you end up so with once like everybody, So bottom line is once, once everybody by Sunday, once... 99% of the participants in the tournament have secured their bid with an automatic entry or with an overwhelming record. I'll basically be in a it's few days. 99. I'm going to, I'm going to be thinking about this. I'm going to be, well, pretty close to that. It's about no. 97%. Basically what you're asking me to do is see if I can come up with out of the three teams that are actually on the bubble, which two are going to make the tournament? Nah, well, first of all, hold on. His on job the is That's much what more the list. That. That's what it is. He also has the top four seeds and everything. He doesn't just do who's going to be in, who's going to be out. Good night. Well, we know who later. that is, too, by Sunday. We not know who the that's top be one, almost not, every time. We know three out of the four. Not, I'm not saying the top one seeds. I'm saying the top like one through four on, 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 each, uh, on each different uh, side of the bracket. So basically, he'll, he'll seed it. He'll do give you the top ten seeds in each um, conference or each. What am I trying to say? Each quad there, so each region. Well, I mean, I got I mean, great news. It's sad that you may lose all your family, mm -hmm. um, but if Melissa's out of the picture, now you're freed up to to marry your true love, Joe Lenardi. Jeez, oh man, well, boy. Oh, but he also he gets who the second he does number one oh, seed. Boy. What do I know? Oh, what do I, I mean, oh, Jim Cunningham, please. I hope you're pulling these sound bites when Dave cowers. <laughs> Cowers in the corner. It's like, I can't. The people are making noise in my ear. I can't do it. It sounds like ice cream. Please, Jim, pull these clips. Jim, will you do that? <laughs> 32 teams get automatic bids. And then another like okay. 25. So it's like 11 teams that really oh, could be Oh, come on. on. You could, you could with, without breaking a sweat, you could right. knock out. Uh, you could knock, knock out too. 60 of them right now. I'm going to do it You could knock too. out 60 of them without thinking. I'm going to do right, it too. Good. I'll tell you what, we'll, we'll, I do. I can do it. I can do, I'll do better than you, I think, because I'm a maniac. I still do the brackets for each conference tournament, and I will be doing this for the NCAA too. I do this, and I hurry over. I wow. said this on Against All Odds. I've been doing this for like 25 years. And not only that, for the last three weeks, I've been doing who's in, who's out, and a green, what is it? Green is the last four buys, four is the last four in, pink is the last four out, and yellow is the first four out. I got it all written down, not committed to memory, but I will make my list of 68, and you should do the same. That is, I've never admired you more than I did at this moment. <laughs> I really do. I, I, I think that's terrific. I really do. <laughs> I love you. that. That I, I, we 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 all have our with even within sports we all have our sweet spots. Mine for whatever reason is I love football playoffs and Super mm -hmm. Bowl lore, and I know a lot about all that crap. Uh, you um you keeping those lists that reminds me I used to in my um 
it, by the TV, I, I put up one of those Nerf hoops on the back of the door and I was, I would do a full bracket and I'd shoot free throws to see who would win the tournament. I would play the entire thing out shooting free throws really? with, these, with these teams. And sometimes if Pitt went really deep, sometimes the team they were playing in the final four would have a bad shooting night. Oh, in the, in the Nerf is that right? Baskets wow. going. All yeah. right. So it happened a couple of times. Well, no what? one can ever prove anything. How did you fill your brackets? No one ever did you copy Joe Lenardi or did you just um, did the brackets on your own? <laughs> I, somehow, somehow I was able to, <laughs> to look at the actual brackets and, and put them down without Joe Lenardi telling me All right. um, where everybody belonged. We and, who, have, and who was on the bubble uh, and who didn't a, make it. a fun NCAA contest uh, coming to you next week. We'll get into it on Monday. But uh, until then, Dave. Minus three. You got one coming up with Hench. Hopefully he gives you hell. Oh, like I can't. I mean, me. two in. I got to say two episodes in with Hench. We've mm -hmm. done four. What I feel are four really strong shows on minus three um, over the last couple of weeks. Go listen to him. If you're a puck fan, great time to jump in and learn all about what's going on in the NHL with Josh Yoey from the athletic did a great show with us. And, um, and, uh, but Hench has been just as insane as you would have uh, thought. And it's been delightful to experience. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's a good thing or bad. I got insane following up by. Delightful. Neither do I, but I, I, but I, I, yeah, but I find myself intrigued each time. Like, I don't know if I'm happy or sad by the time we stop recording the show, but, but I know it, it was uh, interesting. Spaghetti and meatballs. Uh, I want you to answer separately and don't be afraid because I will uh, have, I'll have talking to someone. If they give, give you uh, some, some uh, feedback on your answer here, but Hench more delightful or insane spaghetti. Start with you. I think he had a stretch. I mean, I find him funny. I'll say that first, but I mm -hmm. think he's definitely borderline insane because okay. of a, st a stretch he had last week from John Starks looping it in with like the twin tower bombings to Marilyn Monroe to Jordan Maggio to Mia like, Farrow. Like, yeah. I mean, I it was, that. It was just like it was an insane streak that he was just nailing yeah. these jokes. Honestly, one of the hardest songs I've ever laughed in my life. So I am enjoy. I hit record and I let the magic happen. It's All right, job. but you said insane. We'll go he, with insane. It's borderline insane for sure. Meatballs. Uh, what was it? Delightful or insane? Uh, I'm gonna go insane too. Uh, <laughs> agreeing with Danny there. He's from Boston, so that pretty much says his whole. Says yeah, his, he his really all. is. He, uh, boy, yeah. Catch that. I'm gonna listen. You all should listen. Minus three. The uh, second episode, listen to the first one as well. We got a lot of content we're putting out there. And a uh, reminder to everyone out there who may feel like underdogs, please remember, you're all my favorites. See you next week.